Hello and welcome to episode 150, an episode with arbitrary numerical significance of First Geek 411. I'm your host, Cameron Franklin, and I forgot to mute the other screen. And with me, as always, is my best man, Chris Nicolay. Chris, how are you doing today? Hello. I am well. You look a little chilly today in your short sleeves with a hood. It's like my head's cold, but my arms aren't, so makes sense <laughs> it also is a little chilly here it is december yeah almost <laughs> it's chilly here for dallas so you know yeah we, as, we as literally everyone else laughs <laughs> yeah. chilly yes and uh, joining I could go us swimming there. and laugh yes joining <laughs> us and laughing at my Boy, southern temperature this um our colorado correspondent emma how are you doing today pretty good no complaints i am tired but happy and then joining us with her fifty thousand word nano rimo complete shanine how are you you are pretty good <laughs> yeah I mean, you still technically have another, like, five hours. Technically, yes. <laughs> but you what like you to add me, any words to your... Everything. Uh... <laughs> I want another 10,000 words by the end of the day. <laughs> Not happening. No. <laughs> Before we go crazy um, with our unrealistic writing expectations for the next three <laughs> hours or five hours or whatever. Uh, this week, we are talking about Super Nintendo World coming. We're talking about celebrity boxing matches. We're talking about Saga Frontier. And then a certain Pokemon is allowed to have Pokemon cards again. And then we will end this episode with our top three bards. Before we get into that, um, as always, you can find us on our social media. We are OneGeek411 on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then, of course, you can join our Discord server. Our email is 1stgeek411 at gmail.com. And you can check out our show notes on our website, onegeek411.com. You can watch live on Twitch each Monday night, 645 Mountain Time, and be part of that post-show chat. And then you can find the videos over on our YouTube and if you're a podcast listener, you can write and subscribe wherever it is that you listen. That is super helpful to us, and we would appreciate it. With that, let's get into what we have been up to. Shanine, since I already gave away one of your things, why don't you start us off? Okay. Well, yes, I completed NaNoWriMo today. Um, I wrote in total 50,066 words in 30 days, and... I'm super proud of myself and I cried. So that was exciting. I really appreciated your stats that you posted. <laughs> like yeah. of your like best writing time, like which days you like wrote the most, which days you wrote. I thought that was super interesting that you had all that. Yeah, it's fun to see like the stats on Nano. It started high and went very down low towards the end but isn't that like generally how writing works 
Yeah, I feel like yes. It's like you start writing, okay, and like, okay, the first part is, but now like, you actually have to like continue it. It's like, yeah. oh, I actually have to complete this idea <laughs> or try to yes. fill in missing spots to make this a more complete idea. Yeah, but I still did hit my par for every day, even if for some reason the website isn't acknowledging it and giving me the badge for it, which I'm totally not bitter about yeah. or anything. <laughs> not bitter at all. Do you need us to send a strongly worded email? Yes. Because we will. Yes. On it. Yeah. <laughs> I have an off-air story time for us about a strongly worded email I had to send. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. <laughs> and other than Nano, I finally got to play Among Us for the first time. I've been wanting to play it for so long and I can just never get a group together, but I finally got to play. And my first game, I ended up being the imposter oh. with my husband. <laughs> so that was exciting we lost but it just like didn't work out great but I had a pretty sick kill so that worked out such a fun game did you get away with the kill is that why it was a sick kill or I did get away with it yeah um we were at the monitors and just kind of stood there for a while and I was like psyching myself up and then just killed him (laughs) and and ran away (laughs) Did you sing Don't Be Suspicious the whole time? Don't be suspicious. <laughs> no. Um, and then my uh, RPG group, our regular uh, GM has classes right now, so he could not GM for us. So we just did a one-shot um, on Fantasy Grounds. So that was pretty fun. I got to use a character that I really love that I didn't get to finish a campaign with. So that's always unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be good. I've been working on a campaign for us if we for for the for Twitch. So we'll Ooh. see. We'll see. It, I'm, I'm, <laughs> It's a ways away still, but that's okay. In the new, can't wait to play chaotic good. It'll it'll give me something to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) I've never actually played a full campaign before, and I have a character just waiting to be used. I've been drawing maps. (laughs) Ooh, Chris, I'm impressed. Oh yeah, so excited! I have a dragonborn druid or whatever it is, some weird combination that I was just like, this looks fun. <laughs> yeah, so let me we'll use it. I've got to learn some things about Roll Twenty and some things since we're gonna obviously it's gonna be digital. Um, we do it in person or nothing. <laughs> Once a month, we all just, we all just fly. Converge somewhere. on one place. <laughs> um, Emma, what all have you been up to? Yeah, this week. Most of it has been prep for grad school, but my Christmas cactus bloomed, which is pretty exciting in my humble opinion, because I worked very hard to keep it alive and it is very much alive. And then I started playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I almost said Animal Crossing, which would have been a very different game. Um, 
and I'm really, well, they're they're pretty much the same game. Pretty much the same game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, it's not entirely what I expected, but I'm still enjoying it very much. But yeah. And then we had Thanksgiving here in America, and that was pretty nice too. My sister came to visit, and yeah. That's about it. Chris, what about you? So I have continued watching Star Trek Voyager. I'm just starting season seven, which is the final season. I don't know. This is turning to be one of my favorite Star Treks. Or at least that's some of my favorite episodes in the Star Trek franchise so far. Um, For reasons, but we can talk about it some other time. Um, What I really want to talk about, so this week's episode of Haikyuu was phenomenal. For those that don't know, Haikyuu is a sports anime about a high school volleyball, boys, men, boys volleyball team, men's volleyball team. I don't know how they would phrase that. Um, and it's so good. Um, finally, we, we the main character, uh, Hinata, um, he's, he's short. <laughs> and so it's about, but he's like also like one of the main like scorers on their team, despite being short. Um, and I can't recommend Haikyuu enough. This is by far one of my favorite animes of all time. Um, yes, probably even above Shokugeki no Soma. And I'm a big fan of food anime, but but <laughs> this will I like I just can't get enough of high uh, of high I've watched all of the OVAs. <laughs> I've been watching this since season one, and um, the most recent season is just so intense. They give so much time to the other teams and developing the, their opponents characters as well um but uh one thing about Hanada, he's never been good at receiving and this week we finally got to see his kind of his practice come into play and it's so good such a good episode but so i mean if you're not going to watch anything else i recommend you should watch this it's just so heartwarming um i also got caught up on the mandalorian I was only a couple episodes behind, but this most recent episode, just saying, finally have a name. <laughs> yes. Not going to spoil it. Go watch it so you can figure it out. So we don't have to refer him as to, well, still going to be Baby Yoda in all our hearts, let's face it. Um, or the more technically named, the child. Um, you can actually call him by his name now. And yeah. I'm, I'm assuming to- it's not Yoda. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's also not one you would expect. It's kind of a weird name from what, compared to what weird. I was expecting. Like, oh. Joe. Like, Joe. I oh, I would have how, died if I don't know how Joe. their naming scheme works. It would have been amazing. For this race. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Whenever someone says something like that about like the name of a character, I immediately go to one of the most basic names i can think of and it's Steve usually Bobby either Frank. joe bob or steve because it's just so funny <laughs> or frank <laughs> frank <laughs> chad Let's chad see. for me um, baby this chad. past week was my birthday so that was great Yay. um and then 
I meant to do some streaming. It didn't quite work out. But Saturday, Chris and I did some Commander Legends booster pet box opening. And so that should be on our YouTube soon. Um, and then as part of that, um, I got a gift card to my LGS, um, my local Ooh. game store. And so, oh yeah, and shout out to Chris for the Jeweled Lotus. Although and I so, want to watch someone else open some packs and they got like the full art foil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> never, never, never watch someone else open packs after you yeah. open your own. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and so my LGS went there for Small Business Saturday. Um, and then they also... Um, this is Madness and Plano, North Dallas. And they do a buy two, get one on the whole store um, for the holidays. And so it's like their Black Friday through the end of the year to help clear out inventory. They typically do like a rearrange and stuff like that after they've sold off a lot of stuff. So picked up a handful of board games, some magic stuff. Um, I got this is where I got the wall scroll behind me. Um, and so out of that, um, played some Reef. Um, which is a game that um, Deanna and I have been looking at for a long time where you build a reef. And so it's a lot of fun. Um, we played it twice so far, had very close games both times. And so um, we'll have more on the other game I purchased at a later time. And Who then won? what? Who won? Deanna won both times. <laughs> yeah. Get him, Deanna. Woo! <laughs> 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 um, and then, as um, Chris talked about, watched The Mandalorian. Um, and so, really excited about this episode. Um, I'm not getting too spoily, but it's called The Jedi. So, hype about Jedi related things. Um, and then, played some bug snacks, um, as Shanine said. And then, as Emma said, been playing some Assassin's Creed Valhalla as well. Um, and so I'm about 25 hours in right now. And then, um, other than that, we just finished watching the great British bake off, I think season eight. Um, and so I didn't watch all of this season. I kind of caught bits and pieces, but watched like the last couple episodes and then like I said bits and pieces of the previous one, such a good show. Um, best reality show out there so in wholesome. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very wholesome. Um, yeah. Um, we're talking about like the drama in that show is about them actually trying to bake things, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. Like, it's not about this person doesn't like that person or, or this, this person said not- that thing about that yeah. person behind their back or. Yeah. It's just someone dropped their whatever on the floor and or, now they're in tears. Or just the battle of the egos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into our news for this week. Um, since we're all here celebrating 150, um, we've all kind of brought specific pieces like we do when we're all here. And so, um, Emma, why don't you start us off? Yeah. So my exciting piece of news from this week is that Stargate SG-1 is coming back to Netflix in this month tomorrow i believe actually and i'm super excited because stargate is one of my all-time favorite science fiction shows it's second to doctor who um and so i'm just excited to like actually be able to watch it again 
easily accessible um, in an easily accessible way. Um, so that's just really exciting because I love that show. Um, and yeah, that's that for Netflix. And then I'm, I'm really surprised that SG one hasn't been on Netflix since 2012. I know it was when they took it off in 2012, it was on Amazon prime for a while. And then Amazon took it off. Um, yeah. This is, Amazon for a while had like rights to like all the star Trek or stargates. Yeah. Um, because they were live streaming or simulcasting uh, universe. Yeah. Back when. Right? Yeah, that sounds that right. right. Maybe. I don't know. It's so long ago. <laughs> Can we also get another Stargate series? Just saying. Yeah. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm interested to go back and watch this because it's one that like I watched when I was like younger. And so mm -hmm. I'm very interested to go back and see like um how little i remember of it one of my favorite things about the stargate series is it plays on like the myth and lore of our history yeah mm -hmm. um it uses and, a lot of just legends so like, basically yeah. ancient technology yeah and instead of it being a future technology we develop Oh, you thought like the pyramids were these ancient burial grounds for um their their pharaohs? Guess what? They were also landing pads for these ships. <laughs> well, that just plays off like the conspiracy theories regarding aliens. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> Except in this case, it really is aliens. Mm -hmm. Well, also like the lore of like uh, like Stargate Atlantis is one of my favorites, actually. Yeah. And that's such a good one and also playing off like well the ancients or the our ancestors were essentially developed these technologies and essentially disappeared at they some also point. all just sort of cloned themselves casually yeah. on top of that like i mean i'd clone myself casually if the technology no big deal there. it's like i don't want to go to work you're going and to work today look like <laughs> <laughs> your most like the typical idea of like an alien that lives on Mars, a Martian with a big head and the big eyes. That's basically the ancients, and I love it. <laughs> so yeah. And then the other piece of news we got was we got a opening date for Super Nintendo World, um, which is February 1st, 2021. And we got a look at one of the Mario Kart rides, which is pretty exciting. And I think it looks like fun, but probably won't be going anytime soon. Yeah. So it's like 2022. VR, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> it's like VR Mario Kart. So like, I like where this is at. Like, yeah. So let's all plan to go 2022. We get to hit up Ghibli Park and then go to <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Park, um, Super Mario World Park, and <laughs> it's, it's a Theme park vacation in Japan. Yay. <laughs> I'm ready. But you guys can go to the other park because I'm spending all my time at Ghibli. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> no judgment there. <laughs> I'm moving in, guys. Do we all have a, like, do you have a go-to Mario Kart character? I mean, I don't play. Shy guy. 
<laughs> Mario Kart, so not really no. Yoshi. Go for those heavies. I was also in Double Dash. I was a huge fan of Boo. I'll, I'll play whoever. Yeah. I'm also a big fan of uh, the Koopa Troop. Occasionally. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just depends. I don't play like any of the like the humanoid characters. No Princess Peach. No, no Peach. No Mario. No Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just mostly. I'll go for a princess if someone steals Yoshi. Shanine, what do you have for us this week? All right. Um, in obviously totally normal geek news, there was a boxing exhibition this weekend. Um, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr., um, which ended in a draw. So it was very anticlimactic. Slightly more exciting. Uh YouTuber Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson, an NBAer. Um, I was not aware that Jake Paul was a professional boxer. I really thought this was just like a random YouTuber pulling a stunt, but it turns out no, he is a professional boxer. And it ended in Jake Paul ending the fight in the second round with a TKO. And boy, was he out. Oh. Like, there's, like, knocked out, and they, like, get back up very soon, and then there was, like, well, him so flattened on the mat. This was a straight-up knockout. Yeah. How cool. Like, yeah. 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 Um. I think it's always super interesting when you have YouTubers who are like, my channel is about this, but here is this other hobby I'm super into and I just don't make content about it. Yeah. Until these like two times a year when it yeah. suddenly becomes a big deal. Okay, my husband in chat is saying it was a KO, not a TKO. And I would just like to point out that the article I was looking at said TKO. So <laughs> uh, it's technical, not my fault. Uh, so technical knockout is like by count. Hmm. Right? Okay. I don't, I don't know. know. I, right? I don't know. <laughs> there was I, a period where I watched a, a lot of boxing <laughs> because Manny Pacquiao was obviously. Yeah. There's, there's two things I don't do. Wrestling and the Paul Brothers. <laughs> that's that's just it <laughs> those are two well, things boxing. i just i don't or <laughs> boxing or whatever it is okay i don't do wrestling i don't do boxing and i don't even bother with the paul brothers <laughs> so that's that <laughs> fair um moving on from the pauls but staying in the boxing realm what YouTubers, Twitchers, slash celebs in general would you like to see go head I'm to so head? Ready for this. So Mark I have two go. sets. Okay. I have two <laughs> sets. So first one, Rosanna Pansino versus Jenna Marbles. Yes. Um, because 
Like they're both hilarious YouTubers and I kind of want to see Rosanna try to shank somebody. <laughs> Cause she just seems like that person that's super sweet. And then you, you put her in a corner and she shanks you. Yeah, <laughs> I can see so, it. <laughs> this conversation just reminds me of celebrity death match from MTV. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Then speaking of celebrity death, ma- <laughs> death match, um, my next one is Neil deGrasse Tyson versus Bill Nye. <laughs> they're not in the same weight class come on (laughs) this did not have to be a fair fight (laughs) no that was not in the rules poor bill nye these are poor bill nye dream celeb (laughs) matches deanna says that rosanna is the tiniest warrior yeah absolutely (laughs) she's i don't even know i have no idea on this one like most of the time, if I'm thinking about this, I want to put someone I don't like against someone I do. Yeah. <laughs> that I know is going to kick the person that I don't like. But. Yeah. I mean, the only person I can think of that would be remotely in this world would be Dwayne Johnson, which that's literally how his career started. Well, wrestling. It's close enough. Also, he makes close enough. Star Trek Voyager, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like watching this episode. I'm like, is that is that The Rock? Is he seriously in there? He's in an episode of Star Trek Voyager. There you go. It was a best episode. That's I was like, amazing. What? Yes. I also I watched um The Mummy Returns a couple nights ago, and it has he has hair in that one, and I was just so confused the entire time. I was just like, this is so weird he also is a giant scorpion so <laughs> that's it anyway we got a couple in chat we got um from trunk the hut mr beast versus greg miller and then um deanna says captain sparkles versus pewdiepie ah i'd watch that one oh i got nothing <laughs> Chris has no celebrities he'd like to see punch each other in the face. Not really. I, well, just in general for boxing. Most of the people I follow are too polite to punch other people in the face. That's why you got to put right. them in the ring. Like the people I'm thinking is like, if I put them in the ring, I'm just going to see them in a whole different light. And that's going to change my entire perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you have celebrities you'd like to see or like to say you would like to see fighting each other put them in the comments let us know what you think chris what do you got for us this week so this week square came out and announced another remaster of a classic 98 jrpg called saga frontier i remember playing this game what franchise do you think this is attached to in Japan though? Oh, I should not Google them. I have literally no clue. Because yeah, the Japanese release is tied to a certain, but it's its own franchise in the US or in the West. So this game is originally the Final Fantasy Legends series. Oh, I saw this. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, it's going to be remastered with some graphic updated graphics, events and cutscenes, and other enhancements, as well as a new protagonist. So adding additional characters and as a result, more story. Um, it is the full collection of the three games from the saga, um, which I'm super excited for. And it's coming to every platform. And I mean, every platform. Like literally everyone that Samsung or I don't play it. I mean, Samsung fridge runs on Android. So you probably could play it on your Samsung fridge. Um, (laughs) The best place to play Skyrim. also. Yeah. So it's, (laughs) it's coming PlayStation, Xbox, switch stream, uh, steam, iOS and Android. Mandroid or I heard Mandroid for a minute and I was just like, I'm sorry. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's an emulated software console. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't own one, you're not a real gamer. Great. Good to know. I've never been a real gamer. (laughs) I just sort of fake it until I make it and die many times. You should say the also the original release in Japan was from 97, just because that's how things work. Um, but yeah, I, I remember playing this game on PlayStation, original PlayStation. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with the graphics. But I also wish they'd put more energy into doing like a new Final Fantasy Tactics. Just saying. Need more tactics in my life. Bet. I was actually talking to some people on Discord about how we, because um, somebody, was it Love Thy Nerd? Um, maybe somebody else posted a an article about how, um, about the Tactics franchise. And I was like, yes. We need more. I, think, I just need more of those strategy games. Granted, you know, we always have Fire Emblem consistently, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I just need more like alternative Final Fantasy games. But yeah, that's all I really have. So for <laughs> me, um, I got some news that I didn't know existed. And like, I didn't know this was a thing because I guess I missed it when it happened. But after 20 years, <laughs> the Pokemon company can finally print Kadabra Pokemon cards again. Why was it unable to? So I'm glad you asked him. <laughs> so apparently... Illusionist and magician Yuri Geller um, filed a lawsuit in in 2000 against Nintendo and asked them to no longer print Kadabra Pokemon cards due to the similarity between um, the Kadabra spoon technique and the Japanese name to himself, like between the Pokemon and himself. And so in Japan, Kadabra is written um, with certain variations, one of which is Young Geller, which is very close to his name. So, um, so apparently because of that, he asked them, he filed a lawsuit to ask them to not print cards. And while I have not read the lawsuit by any means, um, cause I have, you know, like literally anything else to do with my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw a quote that was apparently at the time when they filed in 2000, they were filing because there was no way this could be a coincidence. And it was the only Pokemon that shared a name with a real person, you know, Unlike Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee, whose people, <laughs> whose names, it's like a blatant reference on like intentional reference. What? Yeah. And they never sued to not get the Pokemon <laughs> cards printed. But 
um, after 20 years, um, Geller has. We should say that the Japanese name is the source material. Whereas then when we brought things over the English, they just blatantly rip off off those names for Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Right, but in a lot of language, yeah. the, trans, the 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 reference is there to a regional fighter. Right, yeah, a person who's not like I mean, a person who is famous in that culture for fighting. Yeah, and so, um, but yeah, and so after twenty years, um, Geller has wrote on Twitter, "I'm truly sorry for what I did twenty years ago, kids and grownups. I am realizing, uh, uh, releasing the ban um, is now up to hashtag Nintendo to bring Kadabra Pokemon cards back. It will probably be one of the rarest cards now. Much energy and love to all." Um, speaking to the gamer, Geller expand, expanded on his decision saying, due to the tremendous volume of emails I'm still getting begging me to allow Nintendo to bring back Kadabra, I sent a letter to the chairman of Nintendo giving them permission to relaunch the, um, yeah, I'm not going to use his name here, but relaunch Kadabra worldwide. <laughs> well, this also feels like one of those things where if I was him, I'd be like, yeah, I got a Pokemon named after me. Right. Yeah. Like I would just like, even if it wasn't the case, I would straight up own that. I would Absolutely. Just my name. Yeah, I would literally change my name to match the Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so with that, um, if you could have a Pokemon named after you, whether a specific one that exists or just like a general type or something like that, what would you want the Pokemon to be? I'd want a fire psychic type named Emanator. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> probably gonna have to be. I'll say for me, I'm a huge fan of steel types. Um, that's probably one of my favorite sets. Um, and so something like Metagross, um, or you know, my all-time favorite Tyranitar, which is of course not a steel type, but is best. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I like fire types. Probably I'd want a, fly a fox or an owl of some kind. What'd you say? I said I would like a flying type. Yeah. And some other second typing, but I want to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Like it. Rowlet is one of my favorite Pokemons. Yeah. Rowlet's the best. Just saying. It is a really good starter. A wonderful starter. And then it's final evolution. Oh, yeah. Like Grass Ghost. Oh, yeah. Love that typing for Rowlet's final evolution. Just saying. (laughs) Solid combination. Not going to lie. That's what we got for our news for this week. Um, listeners, if you have a Pokemon you wish was named after you, please let us know um, or hit us up with those celebrity boxing matches in the comment section. And that gets us into our top three bards. Um, and as always, you know, friendly reminder, there are no rules. Um, and so over on, um, on our Twitter, I managed to pull it up ahead of time. I remembered. Um, we have Bard from Inroads Ministries. 
And then um, I, I said buy inroads, just for the record. <laughs> um, give them that self promo there. Um, and then um, Andrew Whiteside says, <laughs> since the band refers to their followers as bars, I'm going to go ahead and say the band Blind Guardian, um, which I have not heard of, but. And then um, Jolly Old Saint Nicole um, says, the only bard that matters, Shakespeare. <laughs> but false, but great bard. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're in chat and you want to hit us up with your top three bards, um, let us know and we'll talk about them after we go through ours. So, Emma. Same. I'm going to say this one probably for everyone. <laughs> Yaskir from The Witcher, which is very much a given. And Boss a coin to your <laughs> A very wonderful bard. <laughs> yes. Taking that off my list. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was going to be a given. That was going to be very much picked by everyone, but. Well, that's why I didn't pick it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> these, everyone else is going to pick it. He's just so great. He's I ain't the dealing with adjusting my list for people. <laughs> complete definition of a bard in every sense. So that's my first one. Shanine, what's your first one? Okay, um, my first one is perhaps a little unusual, but it counts. I'm going to say the twelfth doctor. That's one of my other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. <laughs> Dang it! Now I have to think of another one. <laughs> you I knew I had to. <laughs> I knew I had to put that one out first. I'm like, I'm yeah, this one. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but just very performative very get out of this situation with my words and he comes rolling in on a tank with an electric guitar <laughs> that's all life goals life goals yeah <laughs> yes Chris what do you got my first one is kind of a twofer kind of um but specifically so it's chaucer jeffrey chaucer author of the canterbury tales but more specifically also the portrayal of a bard in a knight's tale which is by far one of my favorite characters um because he's just full of sass <laughs> and there's several parts of that movie as a result of him that took place though. Um, have you guys seen A Knight's Tale? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So he gives that big speech uh, about um, von, Uldrich von Lichtenstein um, for his like initial thing and like no one cheers until someone, until, oh, what's the character's name? In the background goes, oh, and then everyone joins in. Because <laughs> no one understood him. Yeah, that was actually... That happened. Yeah. And it's because the they didn't know because they used extras from the area they were recording in, which is like Romania. And so they didn't actually understand and they missed the cue. <laughs> so then he did that and they left it in. And it's like one of my favorite stories from that movie because it's one of, ah. Uh, <laughs> and it just, just add, it just fit in so well with the 
just the general flow of that movie and so good never mind all the love tips and the letters he wrote in that movie too. <laughs> <laughs> so Deanna of course helped me with my list and so one of hers that she called out that I was like yes um, was the rooster from Rob, the animated Robin Hood um, who does <laughs> the um, intro and like outro to the movie is, is the rooster singing and playing and so um, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before on the podcast but um but animated robin hood is one of my favorite like classic disney movies so now both of my two other choices have been stolen wow (laughs) because the racer from disney robin hood was my other other whatever (laughs) i'm tempted to throw one in from the ones i took off my list initially because i think everyone is just to just to see if i could screw them over You gotta, you gotta play the people. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, animated Robin Hood is one of my favorite classic Disney movies. Um, it's probably my favorite, like, um, I want to say non-serious Robin Hood. Um, I mean, of course, Robin Hood Men in Tights is, you know, like peak movie. Um, but, um, yeah, so I, I just, I really like, um, animated Robin Hood and shout out for Deanna for remembering the rooster. Now that I'm having to do catch up, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just found one that is Tom from the wheel of time, (laughs) who is a bard and a wonderful grandfather, the fatherly figure to some of the other characters. So there's. One of two catch-up items. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just a great character. So there's that. <laughs> All right. Since Cameron stole Alan Adale, I will have to say Sir Robin's Minstrels in Monty Python. Yes. That was another one of the Annas that she called out. <laughs> I was hoping someone would say it. It's like, it's in my nice subcategory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just delightful. Mm-hmm. And I, I love their commentary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For my next one is because based on where we're going, um, I'm going to take this one and throw it out there. Scanlan, short halt from Critical Role from the Vox Machina campaign. Because, I don't know. He's just, he, because he's a bard. He's a bard <laughs> and he nails it. <laughs> and yeah, Sam Regal just does such a good job of just bringing in the most ridiculous covers. <laughs> for his character and yeah so Scanlon Shorthalt my next one is the Star Wars shout out and that's the Cantina Band mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so um, yeah I mean I don't, they're, they're amazing I don't I mean, know what else to say are they really bardish though <laughs> they play instruments it counts but they don't tell a story 
Not, you don't have to tell a story to be a bard. That's traditionally what they are. I mean, you don't have to use words to tell a yeah. story. Mm. True. But I don't know what story they're telling with that cantina band song. Who has not been stirred? <laughs> Exciting cantina. <laughs> Exciting cantina. With a mysterious <laughs> man in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Who has not been stirred to greatness by the great cantina band? <laughs> I certainly have. And as always, I would like to remind everyone that the first rule of top threes is that there is no rules. I mean, exactly. true. <laughs> I would argue with that, their classification. <laughs> <laughs> My last one is the bird bard from Breath of the Wild. The, his name is Cass, and it's the bird that just goes around playing an accordion, and you just sort of stumble upon him at random times. And he's fun to talk to. Always down with the Breath of the Wild reference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I was really hoping no one would take my last one, and they didn't. Number one bards, Jester from Chuck. Yes. <laughs> Never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Emma. <laughs> Put it on your list. Okay. My list is this um, long, and I have like this much time move it to the top I have, whichever if only for jeffster <laughs> do it for jeffster um jeffster the band made up of jeff and lester um every time i hear africa and take on me i think of jeffster their music saves the world <laughs> <laughs> or at least to buy more <laughs> It it's part of the world and that was saved several times by Jester specifically <laughs> I love their characters so much all oh, that show definitely worth a watch Emma just Dexter Je well the sh show is Chuck oh Chuck okay it's... but Jester is a <laughs> two person band from it I, I got it that much so good um Okay. My third and final is Kubo from Kubo and the Two Strings. A vastly underrated and got robbed during the 2016. I'll Google. I don't know. Um, yeah, Kubo and Two Strings go Kubo. Um, wanders the world with his with his uh Oh, what's the instrument called? And it is 2016. 2016. Um, but yeah, it's if you haven't seen Kubo and the Two Strings, highly recommend it. It's a good movie. So good. Stop motion, beautiful stop motion movie. And got gypped by Cameron's favorite animated movie. <laughs> Was that really 2016? Yeah. So long ago. Um, for me, oh man. This is where things got tight. So on one hand, we're doing shout outs. Podrick, the best part of the last season of Game of Thrones is when he sings. 
um, but not really a bard. So, so then on the other hand, my real answer, the muses from Hercules. Mm. And so, um, and this is at least the second top three that I've done that they've shown up in. So I love them. I love that. I love the idea of taking the Greek chorus. That's part of like traditional, like Greek storytelling and having it be um, this, these musical interludes that explain the plot, get you caught up. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of having them as recurring characters throughout the movie. Um, oh, I love the muses. Solid choice. Solid choice. Our next top three is going to be the top three books um, to read at Christmas. Because, Shanine, why are we doing that? I'm so excited for next week. We're having two very special guests on with us, Rachel Welcher and author of Advent, A Thread in the Night, which you can check out at our recent book club, Evan Welcher. Yay. I'm really excited. Especially since we liked Advent, A Thread in the Night. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> yeah, had we not, been awkward it would have been really awkward. <laughs> but. <laughs> but no, they're both incredibly talented authors and such lovely people. I'm so excited to chat with them. I'm ready to interrogate them. <laughs> In chat, we got a shout out for the bard from the Black Cauldron from Deanna. Mm. Um, yeah. So, would he come back next week? I'm excited to meet them. I've been interacting with them on Twitter and stuff. And so, and that really concludes episode 150, an episode of Arbitrary Numerical Significance. We're really glad that everyone could be here today. And um, we're going to be continuing with our post-show chat here in a bit. But before we get into that, as always, you can find us on our social media, which is OneGeek411 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also join our Discord server if you want to chat with us between podcasts. You can shoot us an email at 1stgeek411 at gmail.com. And then you write or watch live right here on Twitch, 645 Mountain Time or right here on YouTube at a later time. Um, and then you can rate and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And then check out our show notes on our website, onegeek411.com, where you can find our sister podcast, Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust. Then if you want to reach out to us individually, you can do that through our personal social medias. I'm Himar Wito. I am, I am not prepared with an eye. I'm Hoot and Howl Tales, T-A-L-E-S on Instagram and the Hoot and Howl on Twitter. And I'm not so forward. And before we do our formal outro, also shout out to Chunk the Hut for gifting subs in chat. I meant to do that before we did our social media, but I forgot to put a, a thing in the notes. So Chunk the Hut, shout out to you. Uh, so, so with that, it's been a great week. Wash your hands. Go read a book. <laughs>